Welcome to episode five of the All Blacks podcast. I'm JP Tocker, and with me, as usual, is Andy Burt. And in this episode, we talk with Lima Sapawanga, the star first five eight from the Highlanders, and of course, the All Blacks. And look, we we talked to Lima about lots of things. Um, he's obviously injured at, at the moment, and this was recorded before they played the Hurricanes on Saturday night. But it's a little bit of an inside look into the culture of the Highlanders, what he gets up to. Uh, his preparation and look we just probably sort of a little bit of a, a, a deep dive into um, who are the jokers and the hollanders and just trying to have a look at a little bit outside rugby but also lima's goals for the year really hope you enjoyed this episode and as always we love your feedback cheers hey i'm dave coles and you're listening to the all Blacks podcast Hey uh, Lima, thank you very much for coming on the All Blacks uh, podcast. It's uh, it's great to have you on, and um, obviously not the best uh, well time for you being a little bit injured. The hammy is still not a hundred percent. Yeah, no good, mate. Um, out for a few weeks now, so just try rehab, um, get into a bit of upper body weights, try shred for RMV nice and early. Um, <laughs> nice. Hey, Lamb, uh, no good to hear about your injury, mate, at all. That's um, not good news. But look, before we delve a bit deep here, we'll just kick off with a segment called Try or No Try, mate. Are you, are you familiar with this one? No, not really. Fill me in. Sweet, mate. I'm just going to ask you a few quick-fire questions, and you just need to say try or no try, whether you agree or disagree. Sweet as. Beautiful, mate. All right, first one off the bat, lower hut. Try. Try. Love it. Nutella. Try. Man buns. No try. No try. Game of Thrones. No try. Oh, what? Oh, I haven't watched that. I haven't watched it. There you go. Jam on your hot cross buns. Try. Try. Golf. Try. Pineapple on your pizza. No try. And finally, CrossFit. Try. I'll give it a try. Yeah. I know JP's a CrossFit fiend, mate, so um, he'll be loving that one. I'm not any good at it, but I do enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Some some good bodies come out of CrossFit, I, I'd say. Yeah, look, you, do you uh, do you do a lot of Olympic lifting yourself? Uh, probably just clean would probably be my only one. Yeah. Uh, um, apart from that, uh, not really. How much not can you clean? Pardon? How much can you clean? Oh. Uh, at my best, probably 110. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And in, in terms of lifting, mate, who's who's lifting the most down there in the uh, in the shed for the Highlanders? Oh, it's always the big boys up front. So your your Liam Coltmans, uh, Guy Millers, um, Brendan Edmonds, those kind of guys in the backs. Uh, Fiki Tower, everyone's seen his break. He ate a bit of a top off photo, so yeah. you, you know he throws a bit of tin around. Is um, any tops? Nah, not really. Um, but but that's just him. Um, in the battlers category, I'd say Aaron Smith's um, up there for probably one of the worst. Yeah. Did, does he just get away? I mean, he's obviously the best fullback in the world, but he must just get away with because he looks quite powerful on the field, though, eh? Yeah, no, nah, he is. He is pound for pound, especially on the field. He's he's got a freakish fin, and if you've been on the, on the end of one of those, it's it's pretty powerful. Yeah, it was interesting chatting to Dane Coles recently, and he said that um, Via Fafita is actually the fastest in the Hurricanes over ten meters. That was quite surprising for us. Is there any kind of surprises like that in the Highlanders uh, squad in terms of um, players with a bit of gas? 
Um, Elliot Dixon had the fastest thirty. Oh really? What? Yeah. Well, what's yeah, he having the sandwiches? Imagine yeah, if you cut off the... that man bun too. Probably add a bit onto that. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. Mate, so what's uh, what's going on for you now that you're in rehab and you obviously don't get to train with the team? How do you uh, pass your time? Or the, the time that you obviously would have been had running around the place? Yeah, so at the moment they just got me in doing upper body and they just said oh, I just don't you don't really need to turn up to the meetings as such, but I just try to help out the tens as much as I can and then just gives me um, a lot more free time to do other things. And at the moment that's sort of just doing up my house and uh, room by room, so... Um, getting my teeth sunk into that, which is pretty fun, and I'm uh, working on that. And that obviously keeps you busy, mate. But in terms of your downtime when you're injured, do you play a bit of Xbox or PlayStation, or, or what do you what do you do there to kill some time? Oh, kill a bit of time. I probably just Netflix, um, or uh, I've got a little basketball hoop in, in my lounge. So me and my brother play heaps of heaps of that, just kind of mucking around. Nice. What's on the Netflix cards at the moment, mate? Obviously not Game of Thrones, but you can put that on the. Uh, yeah. on the I think list. I need a pencil in the old Game of Thrones. Um, everybody sort of seems to raise their eyebrows at me um, because I don't, I haven't watched it. So I, I think I might pencil that one in. What are you watching at the moment on Netflix? Um, the OJ Simpson case. Oh, Have you oh, had yeah. a? Yeah, that's pretty interesting, eh? Did he do it? So. Um, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. If the glove don't fit, hundred <laughs> percent, oh, he did it, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, mate, how's your build-up been uh, with the Hollanders this season? You know, like uh, you you won it the year before, uh, lost the the Hurricanes last year, and then come into this year, a little bit of a change in the coaching setup, and but not many personnel changes though across the team. Like the looks, the team looks relatively settled. Yeah, it's relatively settled. It's just um, a new dynamic, not having Jamie Joe here, which is a bit weird. Um, he's sort of been my coach for the past sort of eight seasons, so it's it's a bit different not having him here. Um, but it's been good. Obviously, the results haven't gone our way, and I guess that's just down to the New Zealand derbies. You know, they can um, sort of go go anywhere. It's a bit of a coin flip. So, do you miss the I Jamie mean, Joseph contact sessions? Nah, no way. Far out. I'm <laughs> glad those are gone. Man, those were. Legit, that you'd want to quit, quit rugby someday. So happy those aren't there anymore. But um, yeah, I guess it's it's a good time. And Tony Brown's in for a year, and then we'll see who else is the coach after that. How are the how are the sessions how are they how are they how are they different now? Look, Jamie obviously loves uh, a bit of contact to training, and, and everything's at a hundred percent. There's no there's no standing around for anybody. Uh, is is Tony bring a little bit of a, a more methodical approach than than Jamie? Yeah, you'd say so. I think um, not a lot has changed in terms of the way that we ran things when Jamie and Brownie were working together. It's just that um, when Brownie sort of came on board, he probably softened Jamie's heart, I'd say, a little bit and, <laughs> you know, made him think that uh, a little bit smarter. So it um, it has worked out well and I think the boys are responding well to Tony Brown and the way he likes to coach, and that's to have a good time and and enjoy your football. And talking about those home derbies, mate, how tough they are. What was your reaction when you saw that draw for the first time to see that you had four derbies to kick off the season with? Oh, I actually quite enjoy playing the New Zealand teams the best day. I reckon it's um, the most fun rugby that you can play the whole year. Sort of you're going up against guys who are you're competing against for higher honours and. 
and yeah. most of the time a lot of them are your mates so you really enjoy playing those games they you know new zealand teams tend to play uh, i believe a, a better style of football mm. and um comes out and and we both enjoy sort of throwing the kitchen sink at each other and is it hard to keep that intensity up when you say you come come across a sunwolves or or maybe a maybe a western force is it hard to maintain that same intensity I think it's just different, eh? Just, just different. I, I would, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I, I don't, I don't really know how to explain it. It's, it's just really different in the way that um, you sort of up for playing your best mate, you know, like, or playing guys you've um, sort of grown up with. And these days, guys are, um, you know, playing for different teams where necessarily they weren't brought up, but they've still got mates in those home franchises. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's really fun in the end. And uh, mate, how good is it playing down there at uh, Forsyth Bar under the roof with the with the zoo screaming their, their head off? Yeah, honestly, it's probably one of the best places to play football. Um, and that probably looks a little bit biased, but who wants to play in wet wind and wet and rain? You know, like yeah. down in Dunedin, you sort of hundred percent know it's going to be a dry deck. And yeah. and when um, when the students come out to play, it's a pretty enjoyable game to play and I think but I think both teams enjoy it um, I've talked to a few of the opposition boys especially the New Zealand ones and they they love um, all the banter that gets thrown out from the zoo and mm. um, they say some of the chat's pretty outrageous um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They love it. Hey mate you're originally from Wellington and you played for Old Boys University here in Wellington and um, you skidded around plenty of times in the base and reserve pitch um, you're used to playing in, in terrible conditions though does it the body sort of remember how to play and kick corners and, and those sorts of things, mate? Or was that a, a, a yesteryear gone by? Oh, I think a, a little bit yesteryear gone by. Maybe when I go home to Wellington, it, it kind of um, reminds me of what to do and what not to do. If it, um, if the, if it starts swirling around at the, at the cake tin. Um, but yeah, it's kind of one of those things where I pretty much have played rugby and, and like good weather for the last seven years so um yeah when i play in wind and rain it's uh, a little bit annoying do, do you actually get to train inside forsyth bar during the week or do you just only get the captain's runs nah yeah we, we've done a lot of training um in forsyth um at the moment and it's probably only this week that we haven't really trained in there um due to the warriors game so um they wanted the warriors pitch at pristine condition for for that tonight so yeah, we kind of got the boot this week, but apart from that, we've we've been there in there probably three, four times a week. I guess it must be absolute polar opposites, mate. When you're playing at Forsyth Bar, then you kick into the minor ten cup, and you're down in Invercargill, maybe in minus two degrees in you know August or or July there. And um, I tell you've got one of your brothers down there now as well, mate. Yeah, um, got a got um, a few of them down, and my brother's just returned from. Australia um, after uh, being in the NRL for a few years and he's um, he's down here at the moment um, he's currently with the Highlanders squad so that's good to have him around it's kind of a bit weird I've been used to being by myself for so long um, with no family around that it's it, it's pretty cool to have uh, have my brother around absolutely and was another one of your brothers played for Southland as well last year yeah Zeke um, Hooker he got a cap um, for Southland and he's come back as well um, down here so he's back into it and um, just finishing off his 
last bit of his build and apprentice, and then he's going to um, try have a crack at the stags again. Beautiful. Beautiful. Mate, just coming up the season ahead, and um, we obviously the Super Rugby season is, is pretty important, but also the Lions coming to New Zealand. Um, there must be, like, in the corner of your brain, just thinking about how awesome it would be to play against the Lions in your own country? Yeah, it, w- it would be something special. I mean, like, you know... It just by chance that you're um, in the country for for um, that tour, it only happens once every twelve years. So um, whether it's for the All Blacks or you know for the Highlanders um, for that game, um, either either all would be pretty special, be pretty massive occasion, and wouldn't um, you know who doesn't want to chuck a footy around in front of the Barmy Army and have a bit of a laugh and hopefully get a dub. And do you have any um, standout memories of the 2005 Lions series? I was probably DC and Wellington, eh? Um, yeah. That was probably like the one for me. Um, obviously, it didn't go to the game, but the vibe around the city was pretty surreal. And as a as a young footy kid growing up, you know, like you just saw the bars around town and it was pretty awesome. So it was probably that performance that, that stands out for me. Mate, just leading up and in, into the lines and and your progression, mate. Um, uh, who do you probably see as your biggest competition to getting a, a starting jersey for the All Blacks? Oh, there's no doubt about it. It's Bowden Barrett, you know, um, top quality player, and um, you know the the rewards and the and the accolades speak for for themselves for for that man and um, everything that he has touched in the last year or so has turned to gold and. Um, that's a that's a credit to him and organisations that he's with, and obviously a very good player. So it's probably um, him and Aaron Cruden, I'd say, would be the the guys um, who are you know um, really driving for those spots. So hopefully I can get my injury sorted and get back on out on the park as quickly as I can. Mate, mate. So what do you do? Look, Bodie and, and Aaron have got their own unique games. Do, do you just focus on what you're good at? and um, try and, uh, I suppose, accentuate the things that you do really well? Or do you sort of look at what they can do well and, and try and that's where you try and build your skill area? Oh, I guess I just I just back my own ability um, and hope that um, I play good enough that they can't say no to me. That's always been my theory. And at the moment, um, you know, those guys between them have played something like 80 tests or 80 high 80s um, yep. for the All Blacks, whereas I've only played seven. So, you know, at the end of the day, a little bit of numbers and um, and experience plays against me. But mm. you just try to play as best as you can and, and put forth your best, best effort. And if you get picked, you get picked. And if not, then, you know, that's the way it is. That's high-performance sport. And, mm. and sometimes it just doesn't go um, the way you'd like it. But, you know, I'm happy with the way that I've been c- progressing and, I know I give a hundred and ten percent every time I step across the chalk, so that's all I can ask of myself. And uh, last year, mate, we saw the reverse kick in Super Rugby, which I hadn't seen before. I think it was against the Canes. Was that <coughs> obviously that's something that kind of separates you from other players doing things like that? But was that something you had planned or had practiced before, or would you make it up on the spot? No, nah, we Brownie actually came up to me during the week and was sort of came up with the idea and said, what do you think of this? And I was like, mate, you're crazy. Are you serious? He's like, yeah, 100%. And I was like, oh, 
yeah, sweet. His theory is let's just go out and and try it, you know, be innovative and yeah. and that's probably why he's such a great coach because he he um, brings things that um, um, that invigorate the team and really challenge us as football players. So that was one of them. And to be fair, all week I practiced it and it was it wasn't going off at all. It was mm. sort of I was kicking myself in the head. It's going off to the left, going off to the right, and and before that play, it was actually Wise who said, "Bro, do the kick," and I was like, "Are you serious?" He's like, "Yeah, do it," and I was like, "Oh, Nuggy, my boy." He's like, looked at me, and he was like, and I was like, "Yeah, bro, I'm gonna do it," and he's like, "Oh, wow," yeah. and so just sort of it just kind of fluked it, I guess. And it led to a try, didn't it? Oh, I wish it led to a try. It would have been like the try of the decade, I reckon, but just one of those things that didn't didn't happen. Yeah. Hey, mate, you, you alluded to uh, Malakai Fikita just before about he loves taking his top off and, and parading himself. But he seems to be a little of an enigma. Do you think that he could um, have his own TV show? Yeah, I think he, he could, or like a maybe a YouTube channel or something like that. I think, you know, like he's he's got the most followers on Instagram of any All Black apparently, and I think maybe even if him and Joey Wheeler got together and, and did something, I reckon it would be quite funny. But, yeah. I definitely think so. He's prolific on the old Snapchat as well. Yeah, very prolific. You don't want to be um, <laughs> choose up a lot of data. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see. I, yeah, I think he has about forty thousand people view his Snapchat every day. Yeah, that's awesome. Give or take. Mate, what about Give Joe Wheeler, take. mate? What does he bring to the side? Oh, that larrikin. Uh, he talks a bit too much smack, that fella. But nah, he's good. He, he balances us out really nicely um down here we've got a big focus on work-life balance and um he he take care he takes care of all the off-field um sort of sort of stuff that we do so he's on entertainment and um just sort of team he works on our team morale and and the way we um have fun um so that that's his domain and he does a great job Mate, in terms of culture, that you guys seem to have that pretty well down packed. Um, just for being an outsider looking in at, at what goes on, what what do you think have been some of the key like aspects and and um, I suppose best things about the culture of the Hollanders? I just think it's um, the fact that everybody gets along. Obviously, a lot of there's only two players I think who are actually from Dunedin, so the rest are from out of the region. So we all have to. Um, you know, we all have to get along or, you know, we're all going to be sitting at home by ourselves just sitting on the phone. So I think that plays a big part of it and just um, everybody's welcome to be themselves. Like if you're quiet, you're quiet. If you're loud, you're loud. If, you know, if you're a bit different and like different things and, you know, that's all fine. But at the end of the day, we all just try and buy into um, our game plans and what, we, what we're trying to do for the Saturday. But, other than that, everyone's allowed to have their own personality and and enjoy themselves. I see a few of the lads have taken up surfing down at St Clair Beach. There, have you been? Um, have you hit along for a piece of that, that action or or not? Oh, I just go along and eat fish and chips on the beach, bro. It's way too cold. That rubbish. Yeah. Straight up. And it takes me about an hour to get out the back. So by the time I get out the back and pretend to catch a wave, it's wasting my time. I feel. How cold is it? Straight from Antarctica, that, that water. Yeah, it's cold, man. Like, honestly, it's like, I, I don't know. It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Hey, mate, look, just in, in terms of uh, for the Highlanders and, and games coming up, mate, look, is there a, um, uh, I guess, a battle plan to, to beat the Hurricanes this weekend? Oh, they're a pretty quality team, those those blokes, and um, I think we'd have to have a lot of things go right for us this weekend to sort of pull off a, a win. Um, we know they're quite difficult at home, so I think if we can just get up there, get stuck in nice and early, um, and and hopefully be there when um, you know in the eighty minutes, then you know anything can happen. But for the time being, um, I think it's going to take a massive team effort to try get across the line on on Saturday, and hopefully the boys are, boys are up for the challenge, and um, I'm sure the Canes will be too. Do you think we'll see as much chat as we did with the, the Chiefs and the Hurricanes last week? There seemed to be a lot of uh, I don't know, banter going on. Sparring, sparring. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not too sure. I think both teams will just be keen to get out there and get stuck in and try to get a win. Um, that That's that's my personal feel on that, is both teams will just be keen to get a win and, and not worry about the niggly stuff. They'll just hook into each other as much as they can within the laws of the game. And I think after the game, then... It is what it is, you know. Do you have a beer with the Hurricanes after the game? Is that I know some teams do always spend a bit of time in each other's change rooms. Are they one of those teams? Yeah, I think most New Zealand teams are um, sort of invite each other into the into the dressing room. It's always the the home teams sort of it's on their invite. So when we have a home game, we sort of um, intent. Um, invite the other team over and it's just up to them whether they they want to take that up or not so yeah i guess it's up to the hurricanes on the weekend um what they want to do and then whether we want to take that invite up upon um yeah is there another franchise that always like you know the mate that always turns up to your house brings the the double brown but drinks the heineken is there another franchise like that that always rocks up to your change rooms and takes all the good stuff nah it's it's it seems to be um you know they we just provide and they just come in and share a beer and and it's all good pretty low key then yeah pretty low key um nothing too serious you know down south we drink a lot of spades so yeah. we'll probably just share a nice spades i guess you can't do funnels and those kinds of things are sort of off limits right yeah um back in back when i first started first game is with jugs now it's just a beer which is pretty mm. how do i put it a little bit uh, yeah yeah, the, the tradition of um, swapping jerseys is obviously prevalent in um, international rugby. Does that happen at a super rugby level at all? Nah. Nah, it doesn't, eh? Mm. So, uh, yeah, I guess bigger budgets at international level, but yeah, yeah, it doesn't happen. And you, when you play for the All Blacks, you generally swap your jersey? Um, I haven't swapped any yet, um, just for the fact I haven't had many. So, yeah. you know, like they're – Pretty hard to come by. The first one pers- would be special. You wouldn't want to swap that. Yeah, I actually went to swap because the All Blacks give you two on your first test, and um, it was actually Andre Pollard. I went to go. He yeah. actually came in after the test in Joburg, and he handed me his his eleventh uh, yeah. test jersey, and I went to give him mine, and he said, "No, nah, bro, you keep it." And oh, I, nice. that was that was a special moment for me, and I was pretty chuffed um, chuffed with that. Pollard's a pretty sharp player, right? Eh? Yeah, he was. He was that day, and we were only lucky enough to get over the line. Um, but yeah, I was pretty. I was pretty chuffed to um, receive his jersey yeah. um, and not have to trade away mine. And do you keep them in a special place, or one day maybe get them framed or anything like that? Or yeah, I've just got them in a um, in a cupboard or hanging up 
um, at the moment, and it's pretty cool, sort of seeing all the jerseys and um, things I've collected over the over the years. So you're yeah, not going to awesome. one to the Cambridge. <laughs> I might send one to the Cambridge if I can get a few more. Snakey's jersey is looking a bit lonely in there. Oh, he, he, he's a hometown hero, though. I think his, his one will always be up there. Yeah, he's, he's legend around those parts, mate. That's for sure. Yeah. As is yourself, though, I might, I might add. <laughs> they, still, they still love you. They still love you. Hey, mate, look, uh, thank you very much for your time. Um, we appreciate you're busy, you're, you're rehabbing. And all the best to get back on the field and for the season year ahead, mate. Um, you're doing great things, so just uh, just keep working hard and, and those great things will come to you, I reckon, mate. Sweet ass. No worries, boys. Anytime. Appreciate it. Thanks for your time, Lee, Cheers, mate. No worries. Once again, thank you very much for listening to the All Blacks podcast. If you could please subscribe on iTunes, that would really help us out. And... Please uh, let us know on Facebook uh, if there's anyone who'd like us to talk to. And uh, hey, look, we're, we're always open to feedback, but we just uh, we really appreciate your support. Thank you very much. Cheers.